I am looking forward to the BLT series. Bacon, lettuce, and tomato? <laughs> oh, the Brave Little Toaster. I can't wait to review BLTs. Gonna talk about, you know, crisp factor. We're gonna, you know, talk about, you know, bread, if, it, if it's soggy or not. You know, how much of each item to include. We're gonna, we're gonna hit on all the BLT basics. Does he ever actually toast bread in the whole series of movies? Yeah, he had to do it at least once. Are you sure? I feel like he did. I, I, I can picture it happening once, and it was in the uh, the horrific clown nightmare in the first movie. So it was in a dream, though. It wasn't actually awake. It was just in the dream. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. 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 Welcome to the Kevin... Kevin. 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 Welcome to the Kevin Podcast. Episode 4. Featuring Tom Horton and Kevin Angus. Oh my god! Send me an explicit photograph. Of an internet service provider? I can't even say. <laughs> it's too explicit. This is very offensive. Blocked. Damn, just like that? I just blocked my internet. Just like that? Just like that. Damn, that's harsh. When I move, you move. Just like that. Didn't even give him a chance, like... Stand up! Why didn't you send a, a picture back? At least. Pick for pick. I don't play P4P, okay? It's a slippery slope, and suddenly you're getting blackmailed to deliver $400,000 in large bills in a nondescript suitcase to a man at the top of a parking garage in the middle of the city at like 4 p.m. And I, you know, I just don't have time to do that. Do you have uh, time for PVP? No, oh, yeah, I do. So you compare pictures and see who has the better picture? I mean, I have the time. Probably not going to do it. I always knew that that was the next step for internet dating is a picture versus picture. Is that, how does that work specifically? Walk me through that. So, like, I am a sexy lady. Oh, and you are. I have, Wait, oh, yeah, hold yeah. on, hold on. Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize that I did. This is this kind of podcast. Hold on. Let me put on my good cologne. So I am a sexy lady and I have, uh, I've just made an account on the latest PVP dating app. And that's picture versus picture. Good for you. And on that, on the screen, it'll show me two pictures, uh, one of me and one of um, a guy, and I have to pick which one uh, is better. Which guy? Any guy. So it's random. It's Just a random guy? Yeah, yeah. So you pick, you know, you have a picture of yourself. Like, I, I'm the sexy lady, so there's a picture of me. Patrick. What about Patrick? No, so there's a picture of me, and then, yeah, then there's a picture of Patrick, and I have to pick between <laughs> the thought. two. I can either pick myself or the other picture. Wait, and what, if I pick myself... What, is, what happens if you I, pick yourself? You go on a date with yourself? No, then it goes to the next person. Oh, so wait, wait, wait. Well, you're inside, wait, wait a minute. 
You're describing <laughs> Tinder, but no, no, of swiping no. left, you're just swiping on your face. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like it's picture. No, it's picture versus picture. Like you're looking at a picture of you. Talking about Kinder. No, 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 no. Kinder. This is a brand new original idea. Uh, I guess maybe. All right. So I, maybe. Gene. Maybe I'll change it up a little bit. So now I'm a sexy lady, and I'm looking at my brand new PVP app, and Ooh, instead of it being it down, me versus ma'am. instead of it being me versus a, a random person, it'll be two different people, and I have to pick between the two people. How about that? So you just make one choice forever, and then you what? You close out the app. You make selections, and based on which one you pick between them, it tries to match you with like it tries to determine like your type or whatever. Maybe I don't know. Does it carry over like whoever wins? Is it like a, a tournament? Last maybe match wins. Or what they could do, what they can do is they can have a pool of real people, but then like create deep fake pictures of like people who don't exist. Like robots? Yeah, no, like AI generated faces, like faces of people that don't exist. They'll generate faces like that, and you pick which faces you like the best, and then it will match you with a real person who looks most like what you've selected so far. Wait, so you can. So in this version, you can you're swiping between real people and deep fake people. No, no, no. In this in this version, you're only seeing fake generated. It's all photos. fake people. Yeah, yeah. But then, but then, as a result of your robots? selections, no, 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 no. But you get you get matched with real people who look similar to those fake pictures. Why not just Why not just match with the people? I don't know. I was just trying to make it. I was trying to make it unique. You're putting avatars in Tinder. That's all you're doing. You're just pick well, another uh, Tinder. The technology exists. I'm just saying that, like, they can generate faces like that. So the like, technology you... is Tinder. No, but I'm saying, like, if you had this way to objectively, like, you're not actually looking at real people, but you're still determining what kind of people you like, and then it will look at real people and be able to say, oh, this kind of fits that that profile of, you know, whether you like dark hair, average size yeah. nose, things like that, whatever. Too many middlemen muddying up the formula there. I'm just trying to make the dating scene better, and I thought a little PvP... You you thought, what what does this need? This needs, we need to take all the real people, we're going to replace them with avatars, and then when you, you match with them... No, no, not avatars. We're going like to make a real person based on that. No, no, like, they're, they're like have you seen those, like, where a computer AI... I know what AI... you're talking about. Yeah, like, the... Yeah, no, the, the people at, like, the, the piers, when you go to, like, a park and they, like, they call you over and you sit down and they, they like, draw your picture no, all funny, like... No, no, not like that at all. It's just, like, uh, it's, it's... I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. Computers can make faces. Uh, Explain like... it to me, like, um, 11 and it's 1958. Go. Computers can generate faces what? that look like real people. It's a computer. Oh. I know what deepfakes are. It's actually very disturbing. I've only it very is very disturbing. I only very recently watched like a, a video of um you know like some random production crew that just like their whole grift is doing deepfakes. They hire actors that look like the movie stars that they're you know editing into scenes or whatever. I watched a whole thing of this crew remaking oh this is going to be a spoiler for basically they're um they just a whole thing of where they tried to redo the reveal scene at the end of Mm. like maybe we can do it better and it's like a a whole very long video of them you know getting a guy who looks same facial structure 
they film it and they have lighting and they do all they like they do the whole thing and the end result didn't really look better than oh, <laughs> what no. the show did. Uh, fair enough. Which I was surprised. I actually thought that they might pull it off. Know, maybe we're not quite to the point where deep fakes are no. easily prevalent, but we're fucking getting there, man. I'm just trying to make the dating world better for you guys. You know, all you people that still need well, that what stuff. Do you, what do you mean, you guys? What's this supposed well, to be? I'm just saying for like people say it, who Say are, it outright. What are, you, what are you trying to say? You're saying that people I can still never, looking for a love connection. I'm never going to find love. You think I just need a robot and that's the only way I'm going to be happy. <laughs> that's what you're saying. That's what you're telling me right now. You want me to date? You'll still get matched with real people. Saratron 2.489. Well, we just don't have the chemistry. Because she has oil instead of blood. So, you got a problem. I mean, wasn't that whole movie, uh, what was it, Her? Wasn't that about this kind of concept where people were dating AIs? Yeah, and then Joaquin Phoenix got so fucked up, he became the Joker. So, oh, yeah, what's, that's right. what's, what, what's the story there? Yeah, that was a weird movie. Her or Joker? Yeah, I actually didn't see Joker. <laughs> I wanted to, but I haven't yet. I've seen it yet. still never seen Joker. Honestly, I'm 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 good. I've seen so much of it, just and I know so much of it. Yeah, fair enough. I like know the whole plot. I haven't I've only seen like the previews and you know the viral moments. But yeah, Her was also a weird movie. You haven't seen The Matrix. You haven't seen <laughs> you haven't seen Home Alone, but you've seen Her. What's going on? <sighs> These are these are the kind of movies that I watch as a result of my partner at the time watching them. So, oh, okay. Most random obscure movies that I might actually have watched are always off the back of watching it with whoever I was with at that time because there's no way I would have ever gone to it on my own. Interesting. But yeah. but if someone asks me to go to a movie, I'll I'll go. Like I don't care oh, that. Oh, trust much, me, but... I know. I I have I've <laughs> capitalized on that through the years. Oh yeah. I'll go. I'll see a movie. Like I'm, I'm choosy about like when I select my own movies. But if the movie's been picked for me, great. That that's the hardest part for me taking care of. Mm-hmm. I feel that. My boots broke. I had to make new boots. Your boots. Yeah, my boots. You broke your boots? Yeah, they broke. What happened? What happened to your boots, dear boy? I got hit I got hit a lot and eventually your boots break, so Who's hitting you? Were those other children at school hitting you again? Yeah, they didn't like me. <laughs> well now that you're back home at the orphanage, I'm here to tell you that there's no time for crying. It's still time. Get get to the food hall. What was your name again? Kevin Hart? I hate your (laughs) podcast. I like the Kevin Podcast more. Brought to you by the Kevin Podcast. Boy, I said get to the lunchroom. And not a word more from you, boy. My apologies. I've already told Gontilda that you'll only get one portion tonight. But I've been good. I've been a good boy. You've been satisfactory, yeah. But you don't got your boots. I have new ones. But where are they? They're not on your person. They're in my backpack. Oh, yes. But you dropped that going down to the hill, didn't you? The big hill that you have to go down to get to the orphanage. We call it Orphan's Hill. But you knew that. 
Because you're an orphan. <laughs> Little orphan Kevin. You know, I've got something I want to talk about. Oh, lay it on me. I'm ready for this. There's some movies that some people just don't know about, and I'm tired of it. We we got to bring this out in the open. Oh. You got your MCU. You got your Marvel Cinematic Universe. You got your DCEU, the DC Extended Universe. But no one talks about the CLTU. No one talks about the Cinematic Little Toaster Universe. No one cares about the Little Toaster movies. I'm tired of it. I remember watching it once kind of later in life and realizing how heavy-handed the message of planned obsolescence is um, and realizing that we made absolutely no strides to improve that uh, after those movies were created like it was a very loud and clear warning and that was ignored by most of society i feel you're right that you you just nailed that 100 percent on the, the head because the the adults of that generation they made the movie they moved on they made some cash and sequels they were fine but the kids who watched that movie yeah, fucked up. And we all grew up with that weird knowledge. Then we're all buying iPhones. With that weird underlying fear that uh, they're going to be, you know, living on a junk. What? I mean, they gave it to us again with Wally. That's right. The junk planet, and then you know the giant fatties. And once in a while, we do, we get we we wake up a little bit and we realize, hey, we, things are things might not last forever at in the current state of things if the rate of consumption is outpacing the rate of production or or something like that too damn high yeah but back to the cltu i've only seen the first one in recent memory and that's the problem people have only seen the first one mm. sometimes there's a dramatic drop off from people who've seen the first one or know of it and anyone who's even cared about the rest of the movies in the series there's three of them there's three toaster movies three Exactly. That's the reaction I'm tired of hearing. You uncultured swine. Trying to teach the young kids at work about this last week. That's right. I'm to the point where I'm talking to people about the little toaster movies. Damn. And they gotta hear it. You got the first one, normal movie. Second one, kind of normal. It came out ten years later. It was a direct-to-DVD sequel. That's a very, very late sequel. The Brave Little Toaster to the Rescue. Came out in 1997. It wasn't too crazy of a derivation. You just had the toaster boys going to college to save, I think, the owner. I don't remember the specifics. What? It wasn't what? crazy. What? 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 He went to college in the second one. The toaster did or the kid? The toaster went to college <laughs> to get more knowledge. The kid <laughs> also went. Now, the kid went to college for the knowledge. The toaster went to college for the kid. Okay? Oh, okay. So, but was his dorm allowed to have toasters in it? Because I don't think I'm, I would allow those. No, I don't think so. I think it was like Toy Story where it's like he wanted to take his favorite toaster. <laughs> <laughs> but he just he couldn't choose the he chose the other one. Oh, he, he chose the new space toaster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I think he took the lamp. I think the lamp did go with him. And they oh, had to go man. the lamp. I don't remember. Uh, or the microwave? Maybe it was the microwave? I don't recall the specifics. Or a hot plate. <laughs> he took a hot plate. <laughs> you know, they, they had to, they of course, had to introduce weird new characters. All I remember was there there was a, a computer. This was like, in, at this point, where the movie's in the 80s, I think. I don't know. It's like the first computer. 
It's like this giant, you know, one of those wall-to-wall computers. Oh, yeah, take up a whole room with it, yeah. I don't remember. I don't know. The voice actor was like this this uh, very recognizable voice, so that that was like the best part of the movie, was the computer. But if I remember, I think he dies. Oh, man. <laughs> I think there's a whole emotional element to it. I don't remember. Oh. Take off. My, my laptop's speaking out in solidarity with the death of his friend. That's fair. So the, those those movies are all well and good. You know, the Brave Little Toaster 1. Yeah, the Brave Little Toaster 2. Now, when I lose everyone is when I try and talk about the third movie, which was okay. The Brave Little Toaster Goes to Mars. Oh. Okay. It came out in 1998. Oh, no. It has The Brave Little Toaster. He's just a toaster. And his friends, they're just appliances. But they somehow go to Mars. Is Mars colonized by people, or is it just kind of the barren wasteland that we know today? Do you really want the answer to that? Because the answer is never what you would ever expect. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, is that where all the junked appliances have ended up over the years? Like, they're all on Mars? It's all of the junked refrigerators of the, of the world. All the past refrigerators only. There's just a colony of refrigerators on Mars. Is that actually true? That's 100% true. Everything I'm about to tell you, none of it's a lie. I was actually kind of right there that it is just a place where they dump old appliances. Yeah, you somehow immediately went right for the truth, so I'm impressed. That's insane. <laughs> so the main guy from the first two movies, he's got a little family. They got a baby. The baby gets kidnapped by some Martian refrigerator, and he's taken to Mars. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause, pause, pause. I have to interrupt. Yes. First, when is this, what's the time period for this at this point? Like, is it still, like, 80s? We're probably early 90s now is probably what we're going for. This came out in 98. 90s tech, and we've somehow been dumping refrigerators on Mars for X number of years. So, did did they establish? No, I think what it actually is was that the refrigerators left of their own accord. Oh, I see. <laughs> this is a conscious decision. I don't think people know these refrigerators are up there. Oh, wait, so are these all the refrigerators that, like, back in the 80s, they would, like, show all those, like, warning ads of, like, latch refrigerators? Is it all, like, latch refrigerators that have been replaced by, like, the ones that are, you know, suction-based instead? The only image I can remember are just normal refrigerators, but like 60s, 70s aesthetics. So it probably was the latch ones, though. Oh, wait, you know what? It actually might have been, now that I think. Because that was like a huge like ad campaign that I was obviously not alive for, but I'm aware of somehow, about like kids getting trapped inside of refrigerators. But apparently that was a thing, that like kids would die because they locked from the outside and you couldn't reopen it kind of thing. So the fact that these refrigerators that were banished because they were obviously killer refrigerators, they've come to kidnap the kid of this toaster owner. You know, that's as close as we're probably going to get, because I refuse to look it up right now. I'm just going off memory. We're just going to, for the sake of uh, posterity, we're just going to say that we're 100% spot on. It was definitely just refrigerators, and um, they were banished because they were killing kids, inadvertently or advertently. So the baby's gone. The baby's on Mars. I think through the technology of baby monitors alone is how Toaster and their friends pick up on the trouble. (laughs) Because the monitor can reach the monitor that's with the baby on Mars. Because I think it's his whole crib that gets up to Mars. 
the baby's just fine. The sentient monitor that's on the crib is with the baby, and then the twin, effectively, is with the toaster? That's correct. Yeah, the monitors were alive. You're right. I forgot that fact, but yep. Yep, they were characters. It would have been weirder if they weren't, honestly, but... So, I mean, you know, the obviously the Toaster and their, his friends, they do exactly what you would expect, and they build a spaceship from a, a ceiling fan, and they turn on the ceiling fan, and they, they float up to Mars. All of them. All of his friends. And, I mean, you can probably guess what happens in space on the way there, right? I mean, I don't think I have to even spell it out. I think I can kind of picture it a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. We're on the same page. I mean, obviously... They're going to run into all of the balloons that kids have lost over oh, their no. years that are actually adrift together in space. <sighs> Which isn't at all creepy and depressing. It's just a fact of life. And do these balloons get a song? Of course they do. There's a whole song about oh, they're just no. the balloons. All I remember is one of them's a hippie. <laughs> He's been up there since the 60s. That's literally what they're saying. Oh, no. So, that's some high-quality helium. Why are balloons sentient, though? They're just an inanimate object. They're not a, a device, or, or... I thought the whole theme was that it's only things that have power, you know, that have electricity that are alive. Yeah, the balloons do kind of ruin the logic of this universe, doesn't they? don't they? Damn. I'm looking past, you know, the true real-world implications in that, you know, obviously a balloon wouldn't survive the vacuum of space. I'm ignoring that aspect of it. I can suspend disbelief for that. But the fact that the balloons are also sentient when nothing else non-electric seems to be is a little bit suspect. No, that's very suspect. That is worth pointing out. I didn't even consider that fact to it. That, that's, um, that changes a lot. I have to think about some things. <laughs> No, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot more. There's, It's actually a short movie. All I remember, I mean, beyond that, they make it to Mars, and you know, they confront the society, the, the leader, Fridge, which is like this... I, I remember it being gigantic. It's like they thought, well, what can we do that we haven't been done before? Oh, we'll make a, a scary, evil appliance. No, we've done that. We'll make them really big. Okay, that's great. It's like the size of a building. For no reason. Wait, and he's supposed to be, like, canonically a pri- a prior fridge that was owned by a person? Fridge with a logo on it! It's some old fridge with a, a brand logo, and he, he talks about being a fridge. Maybe he's, like, an industrial size, like a walk-in fridge. Maybe he was a walk-in. No, I think it was uh, being on Mars made him big. Oh, the lighter gravity just let him uh, flourish. Yeah, he got to grow to his natural size, which is really big. Refrigerators in their natural habitat? Huge. So how did he beat the, the, the fridge? Like, how does a toaster beat a fridge? I don't remember. I don't remember anything. I think they just talk it out, man. I don't know. That sounds like a kid's movie, but like, how do they get the kid out, out of the fridge that he's being kept in? I assume he's being kept in a fridge. Yeah, he's in the giant fridge, I think. What was the motive? I'm pretty sure they talk, they talk him down and he ends up just becoming friends. They, they, they leave peacefully. No, 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 no. I don't care about that. But what was? Why did he take the kid to begin with? What was his whole motive? What? Why? What triggered the plot? It was accidental, actually. What? Someone was trying to return to Mars. You know what? I think it was one of the baby monitors. What? Or both baby monitors. Someone snuck into the baby crib at the beginning of the movie and is like, "I'm gonna use this to get back to Mars." And he communicated with the refrigerators on Mars, mm-hmm. and uh, they just got the whole thing in motion, and they got back up to Mars, but the baby went along. 
for some reason, I feel like it's those baby monitors, and that does make no sense. So it was just a big misunderstanding? Then why didn't he just give the kid back right away? Well, I, I don't think whoever it was knew about the baby. The baby was asleep. baby was sleeping. He didn't see the baby. Wait, what? The baby was asleep under the covers. He got to Mars, the baby's like, I'm awake. And then he's like, ah, that's how it happened. So they were they were aware that the kid was there. They didn't want him there, but they... Listen, listen. They worked against the toaster trying to return him home? I'm just trying to understand here. At the end, it turns out the baby is the fridge. <laughs> and the toaster is Mars. It's a big allegory. The whole toaster is the planet. I don't remember much more than what I've relayed to you. I remember... The parts that will always stick with me, that's the the weird, non-scientific, even the the scientific explanation for how anyone gets to Mars, wherein they didn't even try <laughs> to explain it in the movie universe. They just had mm-hmm. them put a bunch of stuff together. I remember that. I remember the balloons and the weird balloon song, and I remember the refrigerators. I mean, that's basically everything, though. Can you remind me, does the human know that the toaster is sentient? Like, did, what? Is it like Toy Story style where, like, they don't move around when people are around? I can't remember. I think so. I think it's that because I feel like they go they go lifeless when people are nearby. If I remember. They just they lose their features and they just... Except for when it's a baby? Well, you know, a baby's not going to remember. They can be themselves around the baby. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. That baby's scarred for life. Yeah, that's a lot of trauma. He's going to grow up, he's going to try and talk to someone about this, and they're going to throw him in a loony bin. A deep space voyage through the vacuum of space to the planet Mars where it has a lighter gravity and no atmosphere? Come on. Giant refrigerators? Yeah. It's probably, it's freezing temperatures on Mars just normally, you know, being inside a fridge, even colder. Yeah, that's like the worst thing they could have done to that poor kid. The neglect? Palpable. Just rampant. The disrespect? Sharp. So was this all resolved in one night? Were they aware that the baby was gone? And if not, this was resolved in a single evening? I believe this all was resolved before the parents awoke the next morning. So I believe it was even shorter than a day. I believe it was like a quarter of a day that they lost the baby, figured that out, built their spacefaring machine, Went on a voyage, did an adventure on Mars, and voyaged back. A couple hours. Oh, and, they, and somewhere in there they talked to a bunch of weird balloons in space. You know, <laughs> and time for a, a two and a half minute song. <laughs> I'm a balloon, I'm in space! I don't remember how it went. I think it's for the best. Thank you for listening to the Kevin Podcast. Run, like, run a couple of those by me, because again, I'm bad with matching movies to directors have you heard of the grand budapest hotel i've heard of it haven't seen it though but i have heard of it the grand tenenbaums i actually didn't see that one but that's an old classic that's a big no what about the life aquatic with steve zissou you are you're losing me you're Holy getting further shit. i i'm not knowing any of these names i can't believe this come on give me something i might recognize the darjeeling limited uh, well, who are you are these real Sassy McSassafras? Are you just making up names? You've seen the Cinnamon Bucket, right? Oh, he's making up names now. Oh, man. Who is this again? What's the name of the director or writer or whoever? Wes Anderson. Mr. Anderson. 
first name is like Kanye West without the Kanye. I mean, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Wait, what was uh, that? Um, I, sorry, I, um, I, I dropped a bowling ball on my toe when I was speaking, and I messed up. His name is Wes Anderson, and his first name it's Wes, like like Kanye West, without the Kanye. To. Thanks for listening to the Kevin Podcast. Goodbye. See you.